That's a different game entirely. We might have Oof. to bleep that. <laughs> oh dear, before you slip. Um, Star Fox. Oh dear. Um, indeed, it is. It, it's Star Fox in all but name, isn't it? Yeah, you've just um, released our first ever F bomb there. Yeah, yeah. No, well you, done. You, you, we'll, we'll fix it in post. It'll be fine. Hello, welcome back to Bottom Up. I'm Ollie, and I'll be talking about games with my friend Tibbs. Hello. This month, the main game in question is the relatively unknown PS1 platformer Wild Nine. We also discuss what we've been playing, and we'll be recommending a couple of incoming indie projects too. Hello there, we're back. Episode 23? I'll go with that. Um, yeah, let's go with that. Bottom up. That's us. I, you know, I was just, I just happened to be on um, Spotify looking for us, and I, I couldn't find us anywhere. We are definitely there, um, but if you put in Bottom up on Spotify, um, the, our, our Swedish doppelgangers come eighth in the list, and we're not there at all. Seriously? Yeah. Oh no, that's not good. No, I, I put a tweet out and I included Spotify in it. So, um, you know, I expect them to totally get on that and uh, sort us out. Yeah. You know, because they're only a small little, they've got about five people on there. You know, they'll get they'll get around to it pretty quick, I should think. I'd imagine so. Well, when they know it's us, they'll get right on it, wouldn't they? Oh, absolutely, you know, yeah. The show so as big and prestigious as, as Podomap, the original Podomap. <laughs> yes. The original Podomap, yeah. Some yeah. terrible errors happened there, anyway. So, uh, anyway, mate, um, how are you doing? Uh, not too bad. Not too bad. Yeah. Good, yeah. good, good. It's uh, uncertain times, isn't it? Everything going on. Um, uncertain, yeah. You know, been uncertain for a while. Yeah. No one's certain about anything. Yeah, so all a bit, all a bit up in the air. You know, been yeah. back at work for a few days, then furloughed yeah. again, then back at work, then furloughed again, oh, and no. it's all, yeah. you know. So it's all, 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 all a bit, a bit crazy. Mm. What about you? Um, yeah, yeah, just uh, child problems, really, kind of. Uh, Trying to work and manage a three-year-old at the same time is uh, is not easy, and it's been you know four or five months now, however long it's been, it's dragging down a bit. But <laughs> anyway, let's um, let's let's not let's not dwell on those <laughs> terrible ways to start a podcast, and let's talk about what people have come to listen to us, which is um, Swedish pop culture. No, it's uh, games. games, games, the games. Um, I've been playing Streets of Rage four um, because I finally got the physical. Uh, version yes. in, so I've been I've finally been able to uh, get on that and um, and uh, finish it and uh, yeah, as we said before, brilliant game. It Love is, it. isn't it? It's really good. It's really good. Um, must admit, I've only completed it on easy so far. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know I'm a I'm a I'm a lightweight. Yeah, but uh, I, I am working through it on normal now. Um, yeah, I've done it on easy and normal, um, but yeah. hard is is quite punishing. Um, mm. I'm going through normal at the moment. I think I'm on to level, the the sewer level. Mm. Um, the the difficulty spikes kind of go up and down a bit. I find like level like that level and the the following one, the chi- the Chinatown level. They're quite difficult, aren't they? But then it gets a little bit easier after that, doesn't it? Yeah, the mm. the Chinatown one, the dojo. It just seems mm. it feels a bit cheap to be honest. Yes, it does. Yeah, it does feel a bit cheap. It's just <laughs> you know throw. 50 enemies at you at once and you you get I've only played it once so far but you you get those rooms where it's all with loads of the same enemies yeah it? 
Yeah, they're they're annoying. Yeah, uh, annoying. with weapons as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like you say, the, the the difficulty does sort of spike up and down. You'll get that bit, and then it'll be, you know, reasonably plain sailing for a bit, and then you'll get another sudden spike, or you know, it's it's mm. a bit uneven in that regard. But it's still, it, you know, it's still, you know, it's great fun. Yeah, um, I'm also playing it now um, in with the the retro soundtrack on. Yeah. Which I find a little bit. Some of the some of the tunes are a bit oddly chosen. They you, are, aren't they? Yeah. Did you find that? Yes. Like it starts. It starts. The first level has, um, rightfully so, that the first level from Streets of Rage Two. It's background music. That's the only thing it could be in my view. But then, if for the boss, it throws in the final boss music of Yeah. Streets of Rage Two, and then the level after that, the whole thing is just the regular Streets of Rage Two boss music. Yeah. It's a bit muddled together, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. It's almost like whoever um, put that list together was just dumped a load of mp3 files from the from previous games without you know completely unnamed and they hadn't played the games before and they just said oh yeah this will go here this will go here that's fine sounds a bit seems a bit weird to me it does seem a bit odd but um yeah it's good have you tried it with the um retro filter yeah yeah it's nice yeah it's good mm. isn't it yeah yeah it's, it works um i've only unlocked one of the retro characters so far it's um street to rage one axel mm-hmm. um i kind of i turned it on for that because it kind of Kind of makes a bit more sense. Kind of yeah, fits it, it a bit better. Yeah. yeah, less jarring then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm uh, yeah still going through that, enjoying it. Uh, also, been playing 1980X, which is a previous um, incoming mm. indie of yours. Wasn't yes. It? Yeah. Yes, I'm enjoying. It. Yeah, that's that's, that's really good. Um, I lo- I really like the shoot 'em up one in particular. Yes. It's, um, if you don't remember, it's uh, it's it's like five different sort of arcadey games in one, isn't it? All original, but based on fairly standard arcadey genres yeah it's really clear um, what the what the inspiration for the for the sections were you know one of them's clearly sort of outrun and one's clearly um sh- you know revenge of shinobi and yeah you know the, it's it, it's very clear what what games it's imitating it's mm, it's very good that's right. very good yes it is yeah the sh- as i said the shoot 'em up's really good it's um it's it's really challenging but not sort of putting you off challenging i found yeah and it's um it, you know it's not too bullet helly you know, it's 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 perfect, perfect sort of shoot 'em up action in particular. I really enjoy that one. Um, I've I've only done four of them. I've, I'm on the um, the Shinobi Star one at the moment. Yeah. I haven't beaten that yet. Yeah, they're all good. I would say that there's one. It's like a um, RPG type one. Yeah. Um, that's the that's the the weakest of them all, I think. But yeah. it's still yeah. you know it, it's still good. Um, uh, another one you've mentioned previously, Grip. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was cheap on Steam recently in the summer sale, so I picked that up for about six quid, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoy that. Oh, I it's, love um, it. Yeah. It's that. Yeah. It's um, Roll Cage. It's. It's basically a sequel to to Roll Cage. Yeah, I think it's some of the the, the same developers who made Roll Cage. Um, okay. So yeah, it's basically the the the. Well, I mean, there was a the same developers who did Roll Cage one and two. There was another game I on the PS1 made by them called Firebugs which was basically mm. Roll Cage in all but name mm. um, I don't know why they decided to go that direction and not just make it Roll Cage 3 but yeah so this is either the third or the fourth Roll Cage game depending on, on you know on how you categorise the games mm. but yeah it's, it's really yeah it's quite good yeah sort of nice open levels multiple routes I quite like that um, I like the sort of the if you're sort of flying in the air and then you sort of go Almost in a tunnel, and you're 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 near a ceiling. You sort of latch onto the ceiling, you know, and then sort of mm. drive along, along that way, and on the walls and stuff. You know, it's good good fun. Um, oh yeah, and I remembered your your um, you mentioned the the weird use of the triangle button instead of the yeah yeah and or the Y um, yeah. And I just saw that and I found it really odd how you wouldn't press A or the cross button to select. It just seems really odd, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, it's a very it's, small it, thing, but it's just like, <laughs> it threw me. As it, it is. It's a, it's a really small yeah. thing, but it's just it's off putting. Yeah, it? very odd. Uh, yeah, a couple more. Um, uh, Super Arcade Racing, which is okay. um, you know it's, it's as fun as it sounds actually. Uh, it's um, it's it's top down. It's a bit like Micro Machines, sort of sprite based uh, kind of thing, but it's not toys. Mm. It's kind of um, you know proper cars. Um, yeah, quite nice. Quite nice. It's one of those sort of racing games where you get a bit of money from each race. You use it to upgrade your car a bit, add some more acceleration points or speed points, etc., and just you know get a better car gradually. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good fun. You know, nice arcadey sort of soundtrack, bright colours, pixel art, good stuff. Mm. And uh, another nice, really nice little game that I, that's free at the moment actually on Steam. 
Um, it's called Sky. S K Y E. Um, okay. It's a it's a very relaxing sort of flying game, um, based on the the uh, set in the, the the titular Scottish Isle of Sky. Um, you're playing. What do you call those um, planes that can land on water? Plane boat. That's what I. Plane, plane boats. Flying boats. <laughs> That's why I was hoping you'd know, but you, you don't. So I'm going to call them plane boats. <laughs> you're, you're flying a plane boat um, around a little, a nice little peaceful kind of Scottish Isle. Um, there's little sort of um, uh, fetch quests and things to do. Very sort of simple, but it's it's you know it's, there's nice sort of relaxing music. Uh, it's sort of all sort of in watercolor. It's 3D, but it's kind of got a watercolor filter over it. Um, and uh, yeah, it's, it's it's very simple, but it's really nice. Um, I think it was made by a university or in, in conjunction with a university, which I think is possibly why it's free. Um, it's nice. I'd recommend checking it out. Yeah. Mm, very. Oh, so it's free. Definitely. Yeah, very pleasant. I was just trying to. Oh, they're literally called seaplanes. Oh, well, there you go then. Yes, yeah. that sounds right. That sounds better. I looked up tailspin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Blue flew on in tailspin. That's right. It? It did yeah, yeah. There we go. So there you plane, go. Of course, yes. Uh, yes, I, that that rings a bell. Now I've heard of that. It's probably a better name than plane boat. <laughs> yes. You've managed to pack in quite a lot this month. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't played most of those in any in, in, in a great amount. I'm kind of in the mood where I don't really want to play the same game every night. You know, I'm kind of a bit in the mood for just a little bit of this, a little bit of that, just whatever I feel like, really. So I think I'm going to mm. carry on with that for the next couple of months, really. I'm not really in the mood to start anything major the moment um but what about yourself what you've been playing baba is you baba is you that's baba is you that's it i know this game what is it it's um it's difficult to describe it's a puzzle game where you play you start as a little four-legged creature called baba and the way you progress through the game is by altering the rules of the level so There'll be rules physically written around the level. So um, the first rule will be Baba is you. So that tells you what you can control. Mm -hmm. But say, and there'll be a flag, and the rule for flag will be flag is win. So if Baba touches the flag, you win. Baba is win. But there'll be obstacles in the way, and you'll have to move the words about to construct new rules to work your way through. So there might be a wall in the way of the flag, and some words that say wall is stop and you'll have to find a way there'll be all sorts of things blocking you and you'll have to find a way to move stop away from wall Mm. so wall is no longer stop so you can walk through it and get to the flag and it's it's one of those games that's best understood if you either see it in action or play it yourself Mm. Um, but it's really good it's really frustrating Um, the difficulty curve is pretty steep um, the first few levels you'll fly through, mm. and then they get a little bit more more tricky. In the, it's set into like split into different worlds. So there's a bunch of level in world one, bunch of levels in world two, so on. About halfway through world two, it's just a brick wall difficulty. Really? Yeah, um, wow. Maybe I'm just dense and I'm <laughs> not getting it, but. I was I literally stared at the screen for no kidding it must have been an about an hour just trying to figure out what it wanted me to do and I got it in the end I I I, I twigged it but again I'm I'm on I'm on a level now and I cannot fathom how it can possibly be done I it's doing my head in but I would say it another puzzle game that I hold in great affection is Lemmings. Yeah. Um, for you know, well, it's, Lemmings has been released on everything, but the version that I have most affection for is the original Amiga 500 version. All right. And it's got that that same kind of thing where you can repeat a level over and over and over and over again and just get absolutely furious with it. But then when you when you actually realise it, you get that moment, that eureka moment, where mm. you know exactly what you're supposed to do. Yeah. It's it's really it's really satisfying it's really rewarding um if you've got a high tolerance for frustration <laughs> um which i generally don't but yeah it is it's good it's a really good game i'm not doing it justice with my description because it's just such a hard game to to sort of yeah, categorize sure. but if you like you know if you like puzzle games i would say play play it baba 
is it? Yeah, sounds really interesting. It's on Steam and Switch, and I don't think it's on anything else. Yeah, I've definitely seen it. I, I know of the name. I can't, I can't picture it in my head how it looks now. But um, yeah, I've definitely, I've definitely seen the name somewhere. Yeah, um, yeah. it sounds really interesting. It's a good, it's a mark of a, a good game where it, it can frustrate you, but it still keeps you, <laughs> keeps you going, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, speaking of which, at Tetris 99. Oh, right, okay. I've been playing that. Have you? Yeah. Um, I went to the stats screen, where you can... It keeps, like, lifetime stats of the game and, and things like that. Yeah. I've played 600 rounds now, and I haven't oh, won wow. a single one. <laughs> Not a single one. <laughs> okay, so but you've, you, you've come around to it more, presumably. I keep going back to it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and I don't yeah. know why. I don't know why. I get so I get so angry with Sounds it. Sounds like guess. an abusive relationship. It really does. It really, it really does. <laughs> I don't I think get, this is healthy for you, too. I get so angry, and I switch it off, and I swear I'm, you know, that I'm done with it. I'm not mm. doing it again. And then, you know, I think, well, I've got a few minutes. And what's worse is the highest position I've got so far is two. You know, mm. just you know the brass ring in sight, and I just couldn't. Well, I mean that's that that's pretty good, isn't it? Out of ninety nine, you know, two. That's that's pretty good. I would call that almost. I like a, to think a, so. a victory in itself. Yeah. Oh, it's it's infuriating. It really is. And I, yeah. I, if anyone remembers my um, vendetta I had with fifty one worldwide games or fifty yeah. worldwide games, whatever it was, um, I still haven't beaten the the computer at blackjack. Um, oh, not blackjack. Um, backgammon. <laughs> so. <laughs> Still haven't proved your mastery over the uh, the artificial intelligence. No, no. So if you're looking for a podcast hosted by at least one person who apparently can't win at any games, you've mm. come to the right place. Absolutely. You know, yeah. I've lost it. I've, lo- I've lost at them all. You know, <laughs> yeah. all the greats. Um, what else have I been playing? Oh, I pl- um, I bought it ages ago and I never got round to playing it. Just sat on the shelf. Mm. Um, Blood and Truth on PlayStation VR. Okay. It's Tell us about that. Sort of a shoot 'em up gangster type thing. Mm. It's good. It's really okay. quite good. It's um it's a game that you can play sitting, which is cuz a lot of the time you 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 put on the VR and they want you to stand up. Do they? Oh god. You know ridiculous. What we're gamers, we're not like exercise people. Well, yeah, exactly. Jesus. You know? <laughs> You know, I don't keep, a, don't keep a physique like this by exercising. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know? But, um, yeah, so you get to sit down to play it, which is, uh, you know, immediately uh, a, a thumbs up. Um, yeah. <laughs> they should put that on the box, shouldn't they? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sit down while playing. <laughs> like, have you seen... Uh, the, the little the, logo of a man sitting down on the sofa, you know. Yeah, I was going to say, like yeah. the new um, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, or whatever this new Xbox thing's called. Um, yeah. A lot of the Xbox One games are just going to have stickers on the front saying "Enhanced for Xbox Series X." We could just have that. Yeah. Play, play. Sat down with a little pictograph of pictoglyph of a a man sat on a sofa. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's good. You you're a little guy. You've got a gun. You shoot the other bad guys with a gun. Um. Standard. You know, it's it's, it's what you'd expect. But there's all little sections in there where you'll have to um pick a lock or. Um, you get like a little toolkit that you can use, and you control both the the guy's hands with the the PS Move controllers. Um, and it's quite mm. satisfying. It's 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 quite simple. I mean, when it says pick a lock, it basically amounts to holding one Move controller and just waggling the other one about a bit until the the lock unlocks. But it feels sure. really really quite immersive and really satisfying. Um, and you you have different weapons. Um, you can pick up, like, um, I don't know, like a rifle or a big machine gun. And you carry it on your back. So to change weapons from, like, your normal pistol, you actually have to f- go through the motions of holstering the pistol on an imaginary holster on your hip and then hmm. pulling, putting your arm behind you as if you're pulling the... Um, the machine gun out and stuff, but you actually have to do the motions. And That's quite cool. Yeah. yeah, it's really, it's really quite good. So, I hmm. um, only played a few levels, a few levels of it, but uh, yeah, yeah, I had fun with what I played. Um, it's quite cheap as well. I think I, 
I got it for like 20 quid a few a few months ago. Hmm. So it's not like a super expensive one. Um, I don't know how long it's going to be because a lot of the VR games tend to be quite short anyway just because they can yeah. be quite draining to, yes. to play long term. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that that's other than... Um, you know, our game of the month. Um, mm. That's about what, what I've played this month, I think. I can't think of anything else. Um, okay. Um, was there any news? Because I didn't really pick up anything um, this month. Um, I don't know about this month. I I can't remember when this happened. I'm, I'm, did you see that VHS that someone ripped to uh, YouTube that showed mm. footage? It's the most footage that I think ever been seen before of the Sonic 1 beta. Yeah, with um, the, the UFOs in Marble Zone and things. Uh, I think I heard about it. I don't think I, I don't think I got around to watching it. That was pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Anything That's come from it that we didn't know about? Well, no, but. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fair enough. No, no, I, no. I, I just, it, it's always interesting to see, um, it's, to see it, sort of uncovered old stuff like that. Yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. And I think that you know the UFOs in Marble Zone. I've always found quite interesting for some reason. Yes, yeah, I've they just are always found oddity, it interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. are they are they definitely UFOs? Because there was a, a debate about whether they were planets or. Or UFOs. The way stuff, something wasn't there. The way the I the rings are spinning around them, I would say they're they're yeah. UFOs or crafts of some okay. description. Because I mean, yeah. there has been footage of them in motion before, but it was just like a a, a very small, low resolution GIF that came from a, a Nickelodeon TV show, I think, on that. Hmm. Um, oh no, no, it was no, it wasn't, no, it wasn't. It was um, Wayne's World. Yes, it was that's in right. The, yes, it was in, I remember. In the yeah, Wayne's World. Of Wayne's World. That's right. It's briefly in there at the very start, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. So that that was up until now. I think that was the only footage we'd had. So to okay. have some, you know, reasonably full resolution footage and a good chunk of footage as well, I thought was mm. quite interesting. So yeah, it's worth che- worth checking out. It's always interesting where they when they find these bits and sort of link them together and and put them in in order and kind of work out. Okay, this was in until this point, and then it was removed. And that kind of thing. They mm. had, um, the, I think, this is going back to the end of the last year now. I think, but they came, they found a new Sonic Three prototype, didn't they? You see that? Yes, yeah. There's been yeah. a few released by Hidden Palace. Yeah, that's right. With the with the music from um, the PC version in it. Yeah, wasn't it? Which is because um, yeah. it, it's always thought that those were the pieces of music that caused the most trouble. Um, sort of rights-wise, and were sort of changed and put in with uh, some new ones were added for the PC version later on. But it turns out these were yeah. these are actually in this they older version of Sonic Three. Yeah, and that's um, that's yeah. very strange, isn't it? It's um, all sorts of yeah, it is. Stuff it's interesting. Mm. Anything else? Yeah. So um, probably some. Has Xbox done an event yet? I don't know if they have. I they haven't yet. I think it's twenty third of July. I saw that they're going to do some, which is by the time this comes out, you would probably have happened. Their, their their focus is more on making the games that they're making available for everyone, which yeah. basically says that there's not going to be many actual exclusives for the new console. You'll be able to play them on an Xbox One or PC or whatever, yeah. um, which is nice because I wasn't particularly planning on getting a Series X. So if there's any games that do come out that I want, that's quite good. But um, it's not really the what you would expect for a new console, is it? To, to not, not really, really have any games that you you can't play anywhere else. I don't really get it. I don't really get it as an approach. I mean, uh, what I do from the side of, you know, maybe the shareholders who want all their, you know, the the maximum return on investment. Mm. And they, they think by having the, the games available on every platform and, you know, might make them more money. But in terms of trying to convince people to splash out on a, an Xbox Series X, mm. if the games are going to be available on PC and theoretically available by um xcloud or whatever their streaming service yeah. is going to be yeah um i mean that's a hard sell on its own but i mean mm. at that point you might as well just buy a pc aren't you i'd have thought so you could you know you you got a, such a larger library there yeah um, and the just the flexibility to do what you want with the hardware exactly. i mean you yeah know. that's the thing you might i mean it, it may be that it's the power coming from a Series X, which they're they're really sort of pushing. You know, I think they're saying, they're marketing it as this is the way to play these games. If you want to play these games the best way you can, you get a Series X, which I can kind of see. 
but mm. I mean that will only work if the price is is significantly lower than just getting a, a super yeah. powered PC. I think. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. If the if it's if the price point is such that it can match a high end gaming PC, you know, for significantly cheaper, mm. they might have something that might interest me then. Mm. But I mean. I can't imagine it's going to be selling for less than sort of four or five hundred pounds. Probably not, no. You know, and you can no. get you can't get a top end gaming PC for that, but you can get a respectable. Oh, definitely. You yeah. can get something respectable for that, and then build it up yeah. as you go and add things. That, to that's it, the so. great thing. That's what I love about my PC because you know you can start from a certain place and you can realize the games you you know you want to get more out of the game, so you just add more bits to it and you just make the exactly the system you want and you need. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you can't really do that with a console. No. And then, of course, you know, in a couple, two or three years later, they're going to announce an even better one, and then suddenly all the games released for it aren't optimized anymore for for the one that you've got. So you know, I mean, that's that's the problem because I've got a PS, I haven't got a PS4 original, but I've got a Slim, which is the same as the original, I think. Yeah. And I find a lot of the games just don't really run very smoothly. You know, even like things, something like Spyro. The Spyro remastered. I couldn't really play it because the frame rate was just so poor. Really? Yeah, it was really bad. It hurt my eyes because I, I really—it's a shame because I really wanted to play it. But um, uh, yeah, it, it, it's completely unoptimized for anything other than the PS4 Pro. Oh, yeah. I can't say that that matches my experience. I've got the PS4 Slim as well. Mine's oh really? Smooth as butter. Really? Really? Oh mm. okay. I don't know what was happening with mine then. No. Um, hmm. Well, that maybe butters an exaggeration. But <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't. I certainly didn't. I don't recall any frame rate issues. But oh I, no, sorry, not just. It, it was a consistent frame rate, but it was just quite a low one. You know, oh. and it wasn't sixty. It wasn't sixty. I don't think I'm as sensitive to most people when it comes to frame rate. Oh, okay. I'm very sensitive, and if it's below a certain amount, it will really bother my eyes. So, um, ah. it, it's yeah. But my wife found the same thing as well because she loved Spyro the original, mm. and um, she she noticed she stop playing it as well for that reason so yeah yeah, it's a shame yeah anyway um right should we do incoming indies let's do it okay uh do you want to go first yes i've actually got one excellent i've actually got one um (laughs) it's not a game though ah it's not a game it's (laughs) (laughs) it's this really cool type of spatula uh, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> wow. no um, my incoming indies is going to be a documentary. Oh, well, hmm? actually, forget it. Forget it. It's closed. Oh. What? What's well, going I, well, on? <laughs> well, help! What's going on? What's happening? Right. So this is what happened. I found this. I don't know. It must have been either just after the last show. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, that sounds good. I'll make a note of that. I didn't take a note of the uh, the finishing date. So you can't back it now anyway. But I'll tell uh, you about it because it's, it sounds good. Uh, it's called Game Loading. The, f- okay. the Rise of the Indies. Uh, it's a okay. documentary about oh, okay. indie games and about uh, indie developers. Oh, a bit like that one that was released ages Indie ago. Game the Movie. Indie Game the Movie, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a feature-length documentary which explores the vibrant global community of indie game creators. Oh, that would be very interesting because it's a very different landscape compared to the, the indie game, the movie now, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. There's so many more people doing that. You know, there's literally only a, few, a handful then. But, you know, it's um, yeah, that would be really interesting. I thought, yeah, that sounds good. That sounds very on-brand with what we do here at Bottom Up. Mm. Um, our, our audience are bound to love it. So I'll get them all to back it, and everything will be fine. Uh, yeah. But but it's closed, so yeah. don't worry was about it. it. Was um, it back? It was backed, presumably. Was it? Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. Then. Yeah, it was backed. Yeah, yeah here's come in. Um, cool. It looks like. Uh, oh yeah, you can still back it. You can still back it on Slackerbacker, <laughs> which is a okay. uh, sounds like some kind of a painful medical condition. Um, <laughs> it does a bit. Yeah. Gameloading.tv. And uh, mm-hmm. have a look there. Slackerbacker. Okay. Well, that's took the wind out of my sails. What's yours? Oh, that's all right. I think <laughs> mine might have ended as well, actually, to be honest. Because, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, um, I mean, it probably will have by the time we release this anyway. It's um, it's a game called X Zodiac. E-X hyphen Zodiac. Okay. It's a spiritual successor 
which is quite popular in the indie world. It's a, it's a, it's a spiritual successor to Star Fox or Star Wing. Oh, yes, I know this one, yeah. Yeah, particularly the, the original one on the SNES. Mm. It's on it was it's on Kickstarter. Um as I say, I had I didn't think to check whether it's finished yet or not. Um I think it might have done, but it was I I think it's backed. I probably should have checked this beforehand. Anyway. Um it, there's a demo though, which I've played. Cool. And um uh, four days to go at the time of recording. Oh, okay. All right. Well um there you go. Is it backed? Uh yeah, fully backed, yeah. Oh, okay. uh, forty thousand it's doubled its goal basically. Oh brilliant, yeah, I thought it might. Um yes, there's a demo. Um it's yeah, it's it's basically Star Fox from the SNES um, in in new modern well not modern it looks it basically still looks like that but you can choose between like the the sort of old school jaggedy kind of polygons and the, the nice small and smooth ones yeah um, couldn't get past the boss though very difficult oh okay um, tried it a couple of times yeah um, I think um, I couldn't get the missiles because sometimes you know in like a rail shooter um, there's a there's a pickup on the on the side and you can't just can't for some reason because of the angle and the, ca- the fact that the camera doesn't move with you you can't just you can't quite line yourself up with it you know yeah so I kept missing missiles um, and I think I didn't have have them for the boss and I, it was it was a bit too tough to fight with just the regular shooter but uh, yeah it plays really nicely. I can't say fairer than that. Um, I do remember seeing... I don't, can't remember where I saw it now. It must have been on um, some YouTube channel I was watching. But yeah, it does look really nice in action. Mm. Um, yeah, it's Star Fox. It was Star Fox. Star Fox. That's, a that's a different game entirely. We might have to bleep that. <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. But, um, Star Fox, um, indeed. It is, it, it's Star Fox in all but name, isn't it? Yeah, you've just um, released our first ever F-bomb there. Yeah, well yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll fix it in post, it'll be fine. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, gosh. Um, mm. But yeah, it is, it, yeah, it's, it looks like, a, you know, a sequel to the games that you would expect, but just mm. with a, you know, a, as we were talking about a minute ago, with a, you know, a, a nice smooth frame rate. It is very smooth, yeah. Yeah. I think that... I seem to remember. I think it's the, the um, you know, the SD to SNES cartridges you can get. Yeah. With. Um, mm. I think fairly recently, or end of last year, there was a new Pro version released with more features than the the standard one. Yeah. Um, and I'm, pr- I, I might be making this up, but I remember reading that someone's um, overclocked the FX chip for it. Basically, it hasn't got an okay. FX chip on it, but the you know the FPGA core that runs the the FX games. Yeah. Um, they've overclocked it so you can get a really nice frame rate on the original Star Fox oh, games on original cool. on original hardware. Yeah. Um, I do find that frame rate very, for reasons we just discussed, very very challenging. <laughs> so um, yeah, that that sounds that sounds really interesting. Yeah, yeah it's really neat. So. Um, Without sort of speeding it up and having it run at insane pace. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. The, the game runs, you know, with the speed you'd expect. It just yeah. runs nice and smooth. Um, mm. So, yeah, I, I, I'm foggy on the details because I don't have um, SD to SNES Pro. I've got one of the older ones. Yeah. Um, so I didn't even bother downloading it to check, really. Um, I would okay. like to upgrade it at some point, but yeah, it's, I've been, it's I've a been... luxury. It is a bit. I've been looking to get one of those for a while now, but yeah, they are a little mm. bit out of my price range at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're interested and you've got the hardware, um, do a little bit of googling, and I'm sure you'll you'll come across the you know the project and and have fun with it. So mm. it's a good one. Yep. Okay. So um, let's uh, jump into um, Wild Nine after the break, shall we? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, does this feel a bit? Does this show feel a bit cobbled together to you? A little bit. Yeah. I feel yeah. like I feel like we're, we're not on our top, the top of our game today. Well, I'm definitely not. I know I'm as tired as a <laughs> tired man who's very tired. Um, <laughs> I'm so tired I can't think up a sort of Blackadder style. Um, you know, I can't even think Similar. of the word. What is that word that they? Yeah. Metaphor. Met- yeah. Um, analogy. Yeah, analogy. That's the one. Yeah. I can't think up a tired uh, analogy to describe how tired I am. But we will soldier on. We'll cobble together some sort of show. We might even edit it to make it sound like a, a very professional podcast. You never know. <laughs> you might not even be listening to this right now. You know? No. So. <laughs> we'll See you in a bit. We'll be back after the break, though. <laughs> Ha 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 
back with our pick of the month, the pick of the crop, mm -hmm. the cream of the crop, Wild Nine. Wild Nine, that's what? right. Wild it's another, Nine, um, the wildest wild... nines. The wildest nine of the time. <laughs> yes, the wildest nine of the time. That time being what um, <laughs> September nineteen ninety eight. Yes. Um, in Europe and America. But in Japan, didn't see release for another year and a half. Not until February 2000. Oh. Fun factoid for you there. Um, yes, yeah, so this is Wild Nine, developed by Shiny Entertainment. Yes. Them of um, Earthworm Jim fame. So, yeah. And published by Interplay. So, it was made by um, Dave Perry. And it's got music by Tommy Tallarico. So, it's got... You Tommy know, Tallarico. Tommy Tallarico, yeah. He's, um, he's, he's done all sorts of things, hasn't he? He does the video game live concert at the moment, doesn't he? Um, and yeah. he's also trying and he's to. Working, um, I was going to say, doing well, the ColecoVision relaunch. He is, yeah. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, PS1. I don't think we mentioned that yet. Yeah, PS1 2.5D platformer. Um, there are no ports, but an original copy will only set you back about 5 to £10. It's a cheap one. Yeah, it's cheap as chips. Mm. So, yeah, it's 2.5D. You play as a human character called Wex. W-E-X. Um, curiously, it's also described sort of everywhere as, as a run-and-gun game, but um, I didn't really see see that personally. It's, it's very no, little shooting, really. relatively. Compared to the platform, I'd say it's much more of a platformer, really. Definitely, yeah. But you've got um, a little sort of... Um, I'm doing a gesture with my arms, not that you can see it. A little uh, kind of tractor beam whip kind little, of Little wangle thing. jangler. A wangler jangler, yeah. yeah. Um, it's uh, used to um, uh, mostly pick up enemies and throw them around, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. But it's quite versatile. I was going to say, the, the reason I picked this one as the, the game I think we should play, like, it's a game I think mm. more people should play, really, because I think yeah. it was yeah. very ahead of its time with some of the ideas it had. Um, mm. I played it... Back when it came out, I did. I managed to to pick up a copy in. Uh, I think it was. It's called Game now, but back in there, I think it was called Electronics Boutique. Yes, that's uh, right. They took, I, game took over, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it was in the in the middle of the shop. They just used to have like a big white basket full of all pre-owned games. The you know the yeah. little bargain bin, cheap ones, and it was in mm -hmm. there. Um, so I think I probably I think I probably only paid about five or ten pounds for it back in the day. I don't think it sold okay. as well as people would have liked it to. No, um, but apparently, apparently they they made a lot of they put a lot of money into advertising it. So it's interesting yeah. that um, not a lot of people know of it. They just didn't really. find it's an audience. Kind of, yeah, yeah. But I think what I found really interesting was, you know, looking back now, it was one of the first games that I can remember playing. I certainly don't remember playing anything, you know, contemporaneously at that time that did kind of physics-type problems, physics pro um, puzzles. And, you know, yeah. it reminds me, it's kind of like an early iteration of the gravity gun in Half-Life or something like that. Yeah. Um and certainly before physics puzzles and you know being able to interact with the environment in the way with the flexibility that you can in this. Um I think it was it had some really nice ideas. I don't think maybe the PlayStation hardware was quite up to uh, quite up to doing what they what they wanted it to do. Um but yeah. the ideas it had yeah. in there I think were really really like I say really ahead of its time. Yeah. Definitely. A lot of it revolves around doing things with the enemies, which I quite liked, because you yeah. don't get a lot of that. You don't like. There's not a lot of games that allow you to manipulate the enemies themselves and uh, use them to traverse a platforming problem. Um, uh, a similar game, in a lot of ways, Klonoa does it, mm, which we've yeah. covered before on the podcast. It also has the 2.5D effect with the sort of. Um, paths that kind of curve around, and you know the camera follows you around. So it is, it, it, if you if you're thinking of Klonoa, it's, it's it, you're on the right tracks. It is very similar, but in yeah. a much you know, the, the themes are very different. It's a much more kind of gritty kind of looking game. Um, a lot more sort of almost schoolboy humorish kind of uh, thing, similar to Earthworm Jim. You know, it's it's kind of like a cross between Klonoa and Earthworm Jim in a sort of a human kind of way, isn't it? Visually, yeah, so, yeah, anyway. yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. 
But yeah, it does it does do um, more so than Klinger. It does do interesting things with the enemies. You can pick them up. You can say you've got some spikes. You can drop one onto the spikes and use it as a platform to stand on. Um, you can sort of uh, if there's a, there's a there's at one point there's like a mincer in the way and you have to throw enemies into it to sort of break it, don't you? And things like that. Yeah. Um, knock knock them through a big signpost that then falls down. Um, yeah, so a lot of a lot, a lot of interesting ideas for the time. Um, you yeah, know, that's what I mean. I think definitely. you know because even like moving on, sort of sort of five years or six years after that, a lot of games were doing that kind of thing. You know, it was is quite mm. commonplace to have, um, you know, in, in platformers to have sort of environmental puzzles and you know interacting with you know enemies and like I say, lots of physics type things. Um, yeah. But back when this was released, you re- there really wasn't a lot of that going on that I could that I can recall. I'm, there may be you know an example, a really obvious example that I've forgotten about. But um, yeah, I just found it really refreshing at the time. Um, I, going yeah. back to it, I don't think it's as aged as well as my memory of it has. Um, okay. Particularly the the frame rate. Did we were you playing it? Were you emu- I was you emulating on it. On the PC? I, I emulated it, and it kind of it increased the resolution a bit, so it's nice and smooth. So, which is probably mm. not <laughs> probably not the the way to capture it as it was originally intended. It looked very nice, though, to be honest. Yeah, I didn't notice the frame rate being particularly bad. I must admit, <laughs> we it's can come not, back to frame not... rates, and now I'm now I'm flipping my my view completely from what I'm talking about with frame rate. But <laughs> it's not <laughs> yeah, terrible. But there's certain sections where where you jump, and if there's a lot of enemies on the screen, you sort of try and jump over them to get to the other side. Um, yeah, it can. You know, it gets a bit bit flick booky. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, it's okay. okay I... It's okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. Other than that, it just sort of run, it runs fairly well. The story was one thing that I found a bit, a bit odd because I felt like I was playing the game with cutscenes taken out of it between the levels. So yes. I, I, I really had no idea what the story was or what the motivation of the character was um, until I went on Wikipedia and looked at looked <laughs> looked at it, and I kind of yeah. you kind of get hints about it, but you really need this. And a lot of games were like this in the older days, even than this, really, um, where you kind of had to look at the instruction manual, or now you would look at Wikipedia, yeah. to to really understand that like the background of the story and what how it what's happening at all and who the yeah. character is. So I'm going to take this straight from Wikipedia, really, um, because I can't pretend to have, have <laughs> crafted this in myself. the manual. In in the yeah, manual, it's, you know, at the beginning they've got the. Um, you know uh, how to use this product kind of thing um, yeah they got it in all games even you know if, if you're buying a game you probably got it all set up anyway so but they put it in there. yeah um but yeah. the steps uh, included in the instruction manual on like the first page um include um buying a television uh buying a playstation <laughs> buy a copy of the game then buy a second copy of the game to give someone else then order a pizza and then buy a third copy of the game in case you lose yours. Um, it's it's really it's quite a, like quite a, a funny yeah it's quite a funny little manual. So, but yeah, if you didn't have the manual, you you would be completely lost as to what's going on in the game. I think. Yeah, yeah. So from Wikipedia, it says um, the game stars Wex Major, a young male who gets lost in an unfamiliar galaxy. He eventually meets up with eight other offbeat strange adventurers and becomes the leader of the group, which they dub the Wild Nine. Um, it then goes uh, into a list of, of of all the different other members of the Wild Nine, who you. Uh, uh, it's weird because their descriptions they're fairly brief, but it says the nine. I won't read them all, but the the nine consists of Nitro, who has serious allergy problems and explodes once coming across said allergens. Pocket, who has a special jacket with an infinite number of pockets full of an infinite number of things. Um, Pilfer, a lizard with hundreds of separate personalities. See, th- these are characters that you meet in the course of the game. You meet mm. them very, very briefly, and the Nitro is the only one I remember really. He actually plays a fairly. We'll talk about it in a minute, but he plays a, a function in the level that he is. But most of them, you just sort of see them at the end, don't you? And then they're they're off. Yeah. And also, Wex becomes the leader of the Wild Nine. Yeah. Despite every single one of them having better powers. Yeah. All he's yeah, got, all he's true, got is it? the is the Wangle Jangler. You know, the rest well, of them, like Nitro, can explode and come back and explode and come back. They're all better yeah. than him. 
Yeah, it's weird. And then uh, it's, it's funny you should say that because at the end of the the, uh, the the story part of the article, it says the game's main antagonist is the evil Khan, um, a being who is 376 years old and desires to use the rig item, which is the Wangler Jangler, um, as a method of enslaving and controlling the inhabitants of the universe. So he, he despite the fact that Wex has the, the worst ability this this is yeah. for some reason this is what the, the villain wants <laughs> instead of all these other vil- he's yeah he says khan kidnaps the rest of the wild nine crew leaving it up to wex to rescue them and ultimately defeat khan so he's kidnapped all of these superior superheroes in the hope of getting this inferior superhero to come along and rescue them so he can steal their weapons despite the fact he's already got all these awesome powers yeah seems a bit odd yeah it does seem a yeah, bit odd uh, yeah, as I say, you get sort of hints of this in the game, but it's it's it really doesn't explain it very well at all. No, it's it's like you say, it it feels like it's missing cutscenes. It feels like there's there's a lot yeah. of sort of FMVs or things like that that were just sort of you know they didn't have time to make them or something, and they're just missing. Yeah, I was wondering if I was playing a dodgy ROM or something that just didn't have them in or something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, one of the Wild Nine is um, is this sort of Chihuahua kind of character who actually appears as a tutorial. He's, a, he's, he's it's just a flat image of him, and he obviously appears as a tutorial panel explaining things. And at certain levels, he'll he'll say, "Okay, this guy's trying to get away. Let's let's try and get him." And that, at that point, I thought, "Hang on, who is this guy? Have I missed something?" I mean, you know, it's it's, it's very odd. I couldn't mm. get my head around that really. But yeah, um, but other than that, the, the game is the game's good. It's good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. It's um, it's a fun platformer. The enemies themselves were were quite good. There's a lot of nice sort of comedic touches and animations to them. For example, if you um, the the main way of disposing of them, if you don't want to use them, is to sort of pick pick up pick them up with the, the beam, and you sort of throw them back and forth, don't you? Sort of yeah. quickly move left to right. Um, and if you if you only sort of half do that and leave them almost half dead, they, they sort of a lot of them are sort of missing their legs and they're kind of crawling along yeah. <laughs> along the ground. Did you notice yeah, that? So That's quite a nice touch. And they scream with terror as you um, sort of push them towards. That's right. Sort of spikes yeah. or grinders or something as well, which is pretty gruesome. That's yeah, it is. It's a very barbaric game, <laughs> and it's it's. Uh, I think I mentioned earlier. It's kind of like a, it was almost like a schoolboy kind of. Um, grotesqueness about the the game yeah. in, in, in a way it kind of it's almost like a kind of gross out kind of you know the enemies are, aren't very human like you know you can sort of do what you want with them and you don't have to feel too guilty because they're quite sort of alien and sort of um indis- indistinct a bit so you know you can happily just throw them into a mincer and they'll scream and you'll just probably just laugh a bit because it's quite <laughs> funny <laughs> and as i say just throw them on spikes and stuff and laugh and you know use them as a platform it's um it's, it's all very kind of um What's the word? It's 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 just it's entertaining yeah. really in that kind of way. Yeah. Um, if you use the um, there's the, the, that second level where you've got the nitro, the bomb man. He's basically sort of an inanimate guy that you can sort of pick up and move around, and uh, he'll just continuously just explode. There's a little timer that starts, then he'll explode, and then he's still there, and then he'll just explode again <laughs> a minute later. And if you drop him near the enemies, the enemies will start sort of freaking out and running back <laughs> left and right, won't yeah. they? And and just sort of panic. But not actually escaping, and then they'll just explode. So there's a lot of little touches like that. I, I quite like it. And you can they come straight from Earthworm Jim, don't they? Because Earthworm Jim was packed full of little animations oh, and, yeah. and things like that. You know, I mean, it was there's it, it loads of stuff like that. So you can clearly see the kind of lineage coming from there. Um, did you ever, you know, those? Um, I don't know what you call them. Those those things that produce the enemies. They're kind of like uh, sort of the the sort of machines that come down and go. Yeah, yeah, and then an enemy comes out. And you get caught underneath them. Is that what you? Yeah, you get caught underneath them, and then when it comes up, you're you're you've been turned into like a tin of, <laughs> like a pressed <laughs> tin, and with your the, your character's face on it, and then you lose a life. Um, but yeah. it's quite funny. Good. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of shuffling around, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> very good. Yeah, it is. It's very good. Um, levels, you've sort of got... They're mostly quite long kind of platforming levels. There's, I think there's seven of them in total. I, I I played most of them. I played about five of them, I think. And they're, they're quite long. They're about 15 to 30 minutes. They are quite chunky like levels, that. yeah. A little bit on the lengthy side. I think. Yeah, I'd agree with uh, that. I think I, they, they've been better off splitting them in two. Then at least if you die at the end, it's not such a big deal. You know? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it can get a little bit challenging as you as you 
you progress. Well, you've got you've got a fairly generous health bar, I, I found, and you can you can pick up health. Yeah, there's easily, plenty of so health it's... scattered through the levels. Yeah, yeah, and lots of collectibles. I didn't really get what that Wild Nine collectible. That you know, the Wild Nine logo collectible that's everywhere. Yeah. I don't really. They sort of. You just contribute to some sort of total at the end, but I never really quite got what that was about. I think you just get a continue if you get ninety nine of them. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, fair enough. Um. What about the yeah. the I'd say vehicle sections, but one of them is not a vehicle. You're on like a a little little creature. Uh, yes, they're interesting. They're sort of they're sort of almost bonus little mini levels between some of the the bigger ones, aren't they? There, yeah. You you it's almost like a um, an on rail shooter, but you've got a bit more freedom to move left and right, haven't you? And you can sort of it's it's very it's on a flat plane. You're kind of going forward, and you've kind of got to pursue a, another enemy. Um, with missiles and things like that, they're quite fun. Yeah, like they're those. quite good and, and quite competently done. Considering mm. they're, mm. you know, they're just sort of like you say, they're mainly kind of like a bonus thing in between. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they're more competent than some standalone PS1 games of that of that, of <laughs> yeah. that kind, really. Yes. So yeah, yeah, very impressive. It's, it's, yeah, quite impressive. There's also another one where you're falling through. Um, down a tunnel, yeah. Down a, down a tunnel, yeah, and you've got to these enemies fall just ahead of you, and you've got to drop a little bit further and line yourself up with them, and then throw them against the side while avoiding obstacles. That was quite a good one as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, we, there's not a lot more to say about it really. It is at the end of the day a platform, but it is a very, it's, it's a competent one, I think. Um, it's a competent it's, one. I'm not going to say it's, you know, it's not a masterpiece that's you know an undiscovered masterpiece or anything like that it's just a really good mid-tier hmm. platform game that not not as many people have heard of than, than as i think should have heard of it so no definitely it's not one that comes up very much in conversation no um it did i, I looked on you uh, again on wikipedia um it, it did get um mixed reviews actually some people quite liked it some people thought it was um uh, a little bit repetitive which I, I don't think I agree with. Um, maybe a little bit, but I think the ideas it had, for, especially for the time, as we said before, were yeah. quite good. You know, you know, I don't think, I, I think it mixed it up quite a bit. You know, the the levels were fairly distinct. I quite liked the the city one, where you had, um, it was it was sort of platforms that were teetering, left and right, and and things could, unlike cars, could like sort of roll back and forth. Mm. On them, I quite like that. It was basically just the camera sort of rotating a bit. Really, it wasn't quite as an impressive feat as as that. But you know, it, it was a nice touch. I, I can't help but think if the game, if if it had come along a couple of years later when the PS2 was about, hmm. just that you know, just the extra power of the PS2, I think yeah. you know the game might have fared a bit better than it did. Yes. I think it might have been able to realise some of his ideas a bit better, and obviously the, the the graphical side of things would have been, you know, significantly upgraded. I think it might have just mm. had a better time all around if it had just waited for the PS2, but, you know, you make games for the hardware at the time, don't you? So, yeah, you don't just wait around for the next one, you'd be no. waiting forever, wouldn't you? Um, yeah, so that, yeah, yeah, good point. I think um, I think it's, uh, when, was it, when was it, 98? So that's, 98. that's sort of middle of the the, the, that generation. Well, is it towards yeah, the end? Maybe yeah. towards well, maybe middle towards the end. Mi- um, middle here, because I mean, uh, the, the PS One was ninety four in Japan, but I don't think it came to the yes. shores until sort of ninety six. So really, yeah. it was it was the mid the, the middle of the generation in the West. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So you know, it's it's quite am- ambitious for 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 its time. I think. Yeah. So um, hmm. but good. I liked it. Yeah, I'd, you, I'd uh, give it. I'd give it a recommendation, especially given that you can pick it up so cheap. You know. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's a no-brainer, really, isn't it? Yeah. Um, if you're building a PS1 library, that's uh, you could do far worse than this. It's, um, oh, absolutely. It's it's, it's very good. Um, we did get one comment from um, none other than Dave Lutie, the the bad Nick mechanic. Yes. That's um yeah. Uh, he actually commented twice. Um, because I put I I put out the the post on Twitter twice to to get. Uh, feedback because there was a bit of a time between my first one and he responded to both of them with almost the same comment <laughs> but uh, I've sort of gone with the second one I think um, he says I rented this from Blockbuster Video I really enjoyed it but can never find a copy in the wild brackets lol's pun um, which is a shame because I would have bought it had I seen it 
Should have gone to Electronics Boutique. Indeed, indeed, yeah. In the middle, in the little white basket. There you go, you're the founder. Yeah, the bargain bin. You know, hindsight yeah. 2020. Yeah. But no, um, Bandwick really good YouTube channel, check him out. Um, yeah, you mentioned him before, yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I just think, I love YouTube channels and I love, um, well, mainly YouTube. I think that's the main outlet for it. But when people are really passionate about something. Yeah. Um, even if it's not so, I mean, in this case, it aligns with my interest, you know, quite nicely. But even if it's something that I'm not, I don't have the slightest interest in. If it's someone who's really passionate about something, I really love seeing someone, you know, get their passion out there and be really, you know, really knowledgeable about about something. I just find that really enjoyable. Um, and his channel is very much like that, about um, Sonic and Sega and the history of, of Sonic the Hedgehog and all things related to it. So, yeah, um, yeah. if you're listening to this show, the chances are you'd like it. So check it out, Bad Nick Mechanic. Yeah, he's at Dave Luty, L-U-T-Y, on Twitter. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I totally agree. Um, unfortunately, I just don't have the time for, for you. I really wish I did, but I, I, my my free time is mostly spent playing games. I, yeah. I really wish I had more time to, to watch people talk passionately about them. i tell you um, what, I don't know if we've mentioned this before. I don't know if it's come up in conversation before, but I went... I, we've all gone down sort of YouTube rabbit holes sometimes. Yeah, you click on something, sure. you do something else. Once I found my way into a whole community of people yeah. whose passion is lifts. Really? Yeah. And wow. they they film themselves go into different lifts and they get in the lift and they're all excited, like, Oh, I can't believe it, this is an Otis fifteen sixty four <laughs> Alpha. Oh, this is brilliant. Oh look at the buttons on this. Yeah. And some of them, they get the engineer keys and they stop the lift halfway and they open up the panels and have a little bit of a look. And it's very odd. It's a very, mm. I, I, I couldn't care less about lifts, to be honest, but they're really into it. And it's just, it's just, it's just nice. Just nice little guys. That is lifts. nice. I, I, I love, yes. It's so, in, the, in, the internet is wonderful for that, isn't it? For yeah. If you've got a really, really specific interest, like I never even heard of that, but obviously it's, it's, it exists enough to it have exists. a, a community like, it's, it's, behind it. It's not it, just yeah. like one one sort of yeah. nut job out there doing it. There's a whole community of lift enthusiasts, and I say good luck to them. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> What do they so, call themselves? Lifties or? They are. They must have a name. Every fandom's got a name. Yeah, let's call them lifties. 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 You are more than welcome with us. You're among friends here. Lifties. You're among friends. Yeah. No, I, I love the passion. Definitely brilliant. So. Hmm. What's on the menu, chef? <laughs> What's on the menu? Well, we talk about Sonic all the time, don't we? We do. Hmm. But we have yet to feature one in the book club. Oh, until now. Sonic 06, you're up. <laughs> <laughs> not, not just yet. Not just yet. It's in my pocket for later. Um, well, well, hang on. Is this a Sonic game or is it not? Many would say it's not. It's a Knuckles game. It's the oh. Knuckles game. It's Knuckles Chaotix, Mega Drive yes. 32X. It may surprise you, I haven't really played this very much. I actually have a copy. Yes, I know. You've mentioned it on the previous, and possibly our first show. Actually, you mentioned yeah. you bought a sealed copy and opened it up and played it. Opened you? it. I loved it. Mm, yeah. Do, um, do, do you do you have? I think you said before that you don't have the cables for the three two X. Is that right? Or have you? No, got no, them? no. I've got the I've got the whole thing set up. Ah, brilliant. Okay, so you'll you'll have fun with this. Yeah, um, I have played through most of it, but it was a good. It was in the early noughties on emulation, and it was when three two x emulation wasn't great. Yeah, and it was it was very slow, and it was very purple. <laughs> but for some reason, I played through. Well, I think to the final boss. I don't think I quite finished it, but and that's the most I've ever played of it. I have played it a little bit since, in its prof- in you know as it's meant to be. But um, it's one I've always meant to get back to and play it because um, I, I remember I had some views on it. Uh, some 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 issues with it when I played it. it obviously wasn't down to the it was more sort of the level design and mm. and the the controls. So I want to have another crack at it and see if I can if the, those issues still hold up or if it's because a lot of people still do, do like this game, don't they? 
They do. Um, mm. I do, obviously we'll we'll play it and we'll give our th- full thoughts on. Yeah, the I don't show. want to spoil too much. No, I don't want to yeah. spoil it. But I will say I can't remember how much I paid for. It. I think it was like 150 or two and 200 pounds or something. It's after I was, you mm. know, I was made redundant from a job and I spent the money on that because that's kind of responsible adult I am. Um, <laughs> it wasn't worth it. <laughs> it's, not worth, it's not worth it. <laughs> Um, I don't know how much it is now. However much it is, you know, it's not worth that much. I'll say that. No. But no. I'll give it, you know, I'll give it a fair, a fair shake of the the dog's whiskers. That's right. That's what this is about. Yeah, yeah. Because I've I've played almost all Sonic games, but a lot of there are quite a few that I've only played a little bit of, including this mm. one. So I'm going to uh, give it a good crack. So yeah, that's going to be next month. Knuckles Chaotix. I just remembered something that we could have discussed. Mm. Well, we can still discuss it. Let's do it. That Sega Arcade thing in Japan. Yeah, they're bringing out. Uh, the the Fog game. No, no, the, oh. no, the, the little white thing. Little white. white oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That thing, yeah. Yeah. Mm. That. Um, it's the f- only official home release of the Golden Axe Revenge of yeah. Blackadder. That's right. Blackadder. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. No. I've heard. I've heard. Um, as I said, I didn't. Don't listen to a lot of. I don't watch a lot of YouTube because I don't have time. But I do listen to a lot of podcasts because I can fit them in. And a lot of podcasts always talk about the Revenge of Death out there. Oh, it's so good. Um, it's is it. I've I've always meant to get around to playing it. So that's yeah. yeah that, that's pretty good. I I like that they're obviously aware that this is a popular game and popped it in yeah. there. I like um, that they they're recognizing that there's a market for it. I'm not so happy that you have to buy a hundred quid. Plug-in yeah. console from Japan to get it, so I'm hoping <laughs> it's going to show up on the eShop or something like that. But um, that would be nice, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's just really good that the game's seen the light of day because it genuinely is one of the, the the best Golden Axe games, and it's it's criminal that it didn't, you know, get a home release. Yeah, if it becomes a bit more available, or just anyway through emulation, we could uh, pop it in the book club at some point. Oh, definitely, we? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I didn't mean to derail you there, but no, uh, no, no, when that's you right. said uh, there's, it just, you know. One thought led to another, and yeah. there, there we go. It's all part of the muddled-up show that is episode 23 of uh, Pod'em Up. It's all a bit janky this this month, but I hope you've enjoyed the ride. <laughs> <laughs> what else is on that thing before we go? Uh, I can't. I, I did see it briefly, but I can't remember Oh, I don't know. Um, that's the only thing that... Uh, maybe Space Harrier? I don't know. Mm. Maybe I'm making that up. Um, what's it called? Sega? It's a, Yeah, it's got a particular name. I think it's... Is it the name of the... The arcade board or something, or the t- uh, Astro of the City. Arc- that's it. Yes, that's the one. I googled Sega White Arcade thing, and that <laughs> it came up because that's great. Um, so it looks like. Uh, what have we got? Uh, Alien Syndrome, Alien Storm, Golden Axe, mm-hmm. the original arcade one, which is you know very good. Uh, mm. Golden Axe Revenge Death Adder, Columns Two. Mm. Um, which is good because they released Columns on the Mega Drive and they released Columns 3 on the Mega Drive but they never <laughs> released Columns 2 that's uh, annoying isn't it it's really that's annoying just, that's <laughs> uh, Dark Edge I don't know what that is what's that yeah I don't know Puzzle and Action Tant R I everyone's favourite <laughs> Virtua Fighter that'd be good that's a good, yeah. that's a good yeah. one that's good uh, Fantasy Zone lovely yeah. music uh, yeah. Alter Beast Big Old Wolfman so, yeah. Hmm. That's got a little. That's one one of those with a little screen in, isn't it? The yeah. Uh, the stuff sort of stand up. Yeah. Things. Yeah. So it's got like a little screen in it. Um. Uh, but it's got HDMI as well, and yeah. it looks like. When it was announced, I wasn't sure if there was um, a separate controller, but looking at this, there is a you you can buy an additional controller so you can. Sort of sit at your your sofa and and play it. Mm. Um, uh, going to be approximately £93 but mm. given that we live on <laughs> we don't live in Japan yeah. this lovely island we're going to you, you can add about 30% on that in terms of yeah you know fees and import duty and delivery charges and all that kind of stuff so yeah you know, I reckon you, you budget about 150 quid if you're going to be getting it from the UK, you know, getting it imported into the UK, um, mm. which is a lot mm. of money just to play Revenge of Death Adder. Yeah. But um, but good it's game. still good. 
yeah. still good. Cool. Okay. Well, it's there if you want it. You know. Yeah. Great. Okay. Um, did you? Did I? Did I dream this, or did you set up a Twitch channel for us? Did you do that? I did do that. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I, I did do that. I intended to hmm. stream some Astrobot. Um, I thought it'd just be fun to play some Astrobot and just do a, a little test stream. Yeah, um, but that'd be really cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I have no idea how Twitch works or game streaming at all, um, uh, but I might do a bit of Chaotix on it. Uh, oh, that'd in, be good, in, yeah. In the month um, on the old emulator. Yeah. So, um, yeah, stay tuned for that. Yeah, I feel pretty sure if you just fire up OBS, you can just... Yeah, I think I think that can in- integrates directly with Twitch. I think, but um, yes, I'm assuming so. I'm hoping it's. Well, I don't have no idea what I'm doing, so it'll probably be the the worst stream of all time. I don't know, but you know, if you're interested, it'll be there. We'll put it on the um, on the old Twitter. Keep an eye on out for it, and we'll uh, we'll post it there if I if I do it. So yeah, that's uh, I was thinking of doing that. Yeah, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. So um, I think that's everything. Uh, we are at po- our Twitter is uh, at bottom up. Um, uh, our website is podumup.net and our email is podumup at gmail.com and now Correct. I can go to bed I was going to say you see, <laughs> <laughs> you've been gradually getting more incoherent as the show goes on but now <laughs> you can rest your weary head and oh, man. awake I... afresh and tomorrow yeah at 5am on my uh, toddler yeah <laughs> okay alright good night everyone we good love you all. take you care bye bye an all right show yeah <laughs> a was, bit, oh, a, for some reason i took off my <laughs> i'm so keen to get to the bed i took off my earphones there to just cut you off completely <laughs> sorry about that <laughs> that's fine that's fine <laughs>